This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! <coughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. We've got a really fun episode this week, and we've got another special guest. You've seen him at the FCL, and now he's going to be making his debut in the MTS. We've got David Jindoyan. How are you today, sir? I'm fantastic. Glad to finally be here. Yeah, man, we are happy to have you. And as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Andres Gallego and Nancy Rodriguez. Andres, how are you today now that I've pronounced your name correctly again? (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good today. You know, just being here with a couple of uh, my really close friends here and just discussing jackass, which I never thought I would be saying. Like what? Like 20 years ago, I was was saying that same exact thing. And now it's like, yeah, some things just never change. Right, guys? (laughs) Yeah, 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 100%. And, And Nancy, how are you doing on this fine evening? I'm doing pretty good. I got my drink here. In what case you anyone's have? wondering, it is a shot of peach schnapps with a splash okay. of orange juice and a okay. blue moon. It's wow. Okay. That oh, is man. quite the concoction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Having, right. having, been over, having been over to Nancy's quite a bit and her serving that drink, it is freaking delicious. Okay. So I mean, it doesn't sound bad. It's like <laughs> it really a, doesn't it's like sound a bad. take on a Long Island over there. Little yeah. Bit, little oh, my bit. God. I also need to know, why is Jim Dorian in black and white? Or is that just on my end? <laughs> Welcome to the party. She just noticed. It took her way too long to notice. Uh, so long story short, when he first got on, he was having some sound issues. So we're like, hey, restart your computer. And then when he restarted his computer, he turned black and white. <laughs> and then, this, and then that like, sound came back. It. That was all noisy. But then he tried restarting it again and again, and it stayed in black and white. So we don't even know if once we see yeah. the recording, if it's going to be in color or if it's going to be in black and white. But either way, it's hilarious. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we're going to go a little old school here today. See? Yeah, we're going to yeah. have a nice drink. We're going to talk yeah, films. Exactly. Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get things kicked off here. We're going to hop into uh, some movie trailer news. So a new trailer for a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie dropped uh, for uh, which is going to be dropping on Netflix soon. Uh, that dropped this week. We've got the trailer to talk about. Let's let's, you know, delve into our feelings about this one. We'll start with uh, Jindoian. What did you think of this trailer, which you very recently watched? <laughs> <laughs> it's super fresh in my mind. Um, super fresh. Honest, honestly, um, if it wasn't for this, I probably would have never watched it because uh, one horror is not like my go to. So I generally well, you look like it. you're in a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, the way this whole setup turned out actually was turning now. into a nice one. Yeah, um, it was kind of interesting, though, because I've seen like bits and pieces of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Um, right. Just over the years, things like that. So I don't have like a big vested interest in the franchise, but uh-huh. from what I can see in the in the show, it looks interesting. From what I can tell, it looks like they're, I guess, going more into the, what was it, like years later, and he's kind of coming back um, from what mm-hmm. I can tell in that. And I would say the biggest pop that I got from the entire trailer was just at the end with the people in the cameras just recording him, having like right. a little fun with him, and then all of a sudden he just takes the chainsaw and shoves the guy right up in the scene, kind of like Vader did in that <laughs> Rogue One. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm probably not going to watch it because it's just, I'm just too scared. I'm very scared it when it comes to that. Interesting. Kind of not going to check it out. <laughs> Absolutely not. That horror. No but, you know, the tra- trailer. Trailer was cool. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to watch it. Right. Yeah, it was really solid, really solid. Uh, but I'm going to be skipping it. <laughs> Nancy, how about you? What did you think of the trailer? Yeah, I thought it 
it looked okay. Um, I, what I really did like about it, though, was in terms of, like, him putting the, you know, the mask on, which is, like, someone's face. It went back to looking very grotesque and gross and, like, what it's supposed uh-huh. to in those original ones. Because the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I felt like, was more creepy. Like, it was just, like, gross and mm-hmm. weird. It wasn't didn't have a lot of those, like, jump scares or, like, a lot of the gore aspect to it. I mean, it did, but not as much as, like, the remake. So it seems mm-hmm. interesting. It pretty much looks like a Netflix film of just like, it's going to be fun and okay, but not really something that I'm going to be totally invested in. Um, and I do like that part that Jindoyan mentioned. It very yeah. much reminded me a little bit of like Freddy versus Jason and the sense of just having that fun with yeah. it. Very like mm-hmm. whimsical kind of horror-esque. But yeah, I think it's it'll be all right, I feel like. Oh yeah, we're getting super amped for this one. I can feel it in the I can feel it in the room already. So excited, uh, Andres. How about you, man? Um, where do I Uh-oh. start with this trailer, man? <laughs> <laughs> what a time limit, sir. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Time limit. I started busting out laughing the very second when they opened up the trailer. And it's just a scream, and it's Lair face just going. Boop. Oh yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> we just like popped was, out of the cord. It was. It reminded me of like the groundhog from uh, oh, Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get you, Gopher. Yeah, but apart from that, or oh, the Gopher. Uh, yeah. It, apart from that, everything from this trailer, the movie might be decent, maybe. But all I'll say is that every single thing from it just feels like a reaction to Halloween 2018 where it's like, oh, we're going to bring in Sally Hardy from the original movie and she's got a vendetta like a Jamie Lee Curtis, guys. Wink, wink. Does anybody see what we're doing here? It, I don't know. It, it just looks so tele... It just looks so telegraph, Kind of a little bland. And then also, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about bringing that particular story into modern day if that's particularly as terrifying as it should be but just the whole part where there's like oh don't do anything you're gonna get canceled bro you can't get canceled if you're not on social media man he doesn't give a shit he's gonna mow his way through you which we which we so definitely did which was great in the trailer but yeah but overall just looks like an okay trailer but the fact that this movie was set up at Lionsgate and it had been shot over two or three years ago and it's been sitting on the shelf and only Netflix has had the balls to go ahead and put it up on their service. That speaks volumes in terms of what we're going to get. So pretty much the moment it's a Texas Chainsaw freaking like requel type of thing automatically uh-huh. kind of makes me go, eh, I'm not sure. And then also on top of that, the fact that Netflix is putting it out. Netflix had a good track record when they pick up movies from other studios. So it's an OK trailer, but I even ship pile went out. Damn, when you tell said tele, really I, I really <laughs> thought you were going to say telenovela for some reason. I, I, I literally was <laughs> in the same boat. <laughs> I was like, oh, a telenovela? You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Maybe. I might watch that. I, 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 I face that. a little over-dramatized. Oh, I would watch that. <laughs> you might actually get me on board to watch something like that, too. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you I might can, bring Jindoyan for that. Yeah, oh my god. That's all so they just gotta make it a horror and make it a telenovela and I'm in. <laughs> I guess. just imagine all, all the zoom in his face. Anytime he finds uh, out that someone has been sleeping with his relatives. Yes. <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> although, although I do love I, it. I can the watch that of, uh, all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, although I do, although I do love carnage that he's just sitting around watching a telenovela. Even an alien loves watching telenovelas. Yeah, man. They yeah. Can hey, that's quality, quality entertainment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you, Andres. Honestly, like I could give two shits about this movie. I never liked Texas Chainsaw Massacre to begin with. I was it never really was my thing. Um, so like when this trailer dropped, I was like, okay, I guess we're getting another one. I thought it was just going to be a reboot, but they're trying to like basically just rip off 2018's Halloween, which I was like, all right, I was already not interested at all. But now that I know this is literally just copying and pasting something another franchise did. I'm out. Like, for these reasons, I'm out. Like, I'm just, I'm out of this one. Yeah. The only part of the trailer that really did anything for me, you guys already mentioned, was, like, the end where I felt like I was having some fun with the whole, like, we're going to cancel you. And then he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to take this chainsaw and I'm just going to fucking destroy all you kids on this bus. And I thought that was really great. But other than that, it looked really generic. None of the, like, jump scares really got me or anything. And I think we should just stop talking about it and move on to the next subject. So we're going to do that. <laughs> so, so we're going to do that. Let's do that. Master of segways. Master of yeah. segways. <laughs> I'm the absolute master of segues. If you that by now, then I feel bad for you. So oh, yeah, no. moving on to the next subject, we are going to be talking about some Marvel news. It was also announced this week um, that Dakota Johnson will be playing Madame Webb in uh, Sony's like shared universe of movies that include like Venom and Morbius and all those, uh, not like MCU kind of thing. So what do we think about this casting? I know I personally don't know like anything about this character. Um, I know Andres knows a ton, so I'm sure he's going to be schooling us when he when uh, we talk about it. So I'm going to actually hop on over to you, Andres. So first of all, just tell us who the fuck she is, <laughs> and then and then, we'll discuss, and then we'll discuss the cast. I'll make a decision <laughs> because that'll actually determine whether or not I think it's good casting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Madam Web is basically just a character in the Spider-Man continuity or in the Spider-Man universe in the comics, where right. re and molds to whatever she whatever she um whatever she feels is appropriate for that universe. So she's almost like the watcher in that sense in mm-hmm. um the MCU's what if series, but she's the watcher if the watcher actually went in and got her hands dirty. Like <laughs> The, the 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 biggest way I can say what she is is that she's the linchpin between every single universe of different versions of Peter Parker, Spider-Man. So it's one of those things where it's like, in terms of getting all those alternate stories where it's like the Iraqi Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Miles, not even the Miles Morales Spider-Man, but sort of just like, you know, the Spider-Man 19, the noir version, all that other stuff. Like, she's sort of like the one that's sort of pulling the strings between all these different universes. And the fact that they've announced that this is going to be a character that they're actively in development for and that they have someone like Dakota Johnson uh, mm-hmm. ready to go for it, I think this is going to be the Sony versus way of tying in Tom Holland into the Sony verse. So in that sense, I feel it's going to be a very interesting and very integral part of the movies going forward, because okay. I'm fully convinced uh, as much as many people say that, Oh, you know what? Um, Tom Holland, he's going to come back for another MCU movie. I think, I think they're done. I think I think they're done making movies with the MCU because with Spider-Man making as much as it did on its own without any help or not too much help from the MCU, it's I mean there's going to be no incentive for Sony to stay with uh, with Disney at that point, so they're probably just going to take him back. And oh, Madam Web is going to be a great way to link that universe into the current Sony verse. 
So that's how I feel it's going to go all go out. But in terms of the casting of Dakota Johnson, I think Dakota is actually a fairly decent actress in certain respects. I mean, like, mm-hmm. here's the thing. In the Fifty Shades movie, she's absolutely terrible. But I, I mean, never... the movie itself. Well, well, well yeah, it does yeah. no one any favors. <laughs> it's hard to judge her on that because it's you know. So it's like her Twilight. But that's it, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, that's, that's that's absolutely a great way of putting it because here's the thing: is that the writing doesn't necessarily support her in any way, shape, or form in terms of what she can do. You say but that. then... that's some of the best dialogue you'll ever hear in your life. Oh, it's hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> but, but you watch something. But you've actually seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, I've seen. You've it. seen it. You've seen it. Did you enjoy yeah, it? I've, okay. I've seen all of them. So, <laughs> I've seen it. Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just curious. Just curious. Okay. I'm a killer. Does that count? <laughs> yes. In this case, yes. I saw okay, the trilogy. I saw the trilogy because I got dr- Valentine's Day. Yeah, there dragged. You know. I feel like this is. <laughs> yeah, it's really dragged to see those. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. To see all these. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, but the thing is, to not judge her on those movies. I, but I would say seeing stuff like her in the Peanut Butter Falcon, which I thought she was incredible in. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So just the fact that they do have something that on board for Madam Web could could be interesting. Could be interesting. Um, we'll just have to wait and see what they. But yeah, that that's primarily just my main thing is that they're is that introducing this character. They're probably going to tie her into the universe big way and try to separate the MCU from uh, the Sonyverse. That's at least my theory. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Nancy, now that we know who she is, because I know you, at least at least I know you didn't know either who, who this character was. So I think we were both listening. We're like, okay, okay, okay. Sure, yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys were both uh, yeah, listening and just going, little... you guys were both listening yeah. and just going, uh, yeah. Andres, you are such a freaking nerd. And, uh, listen, it's like you can I... read minds. I can Google. So that was what I went to. So when I Googled, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andres, but so there's apparently like an older version of her where she's actually in the chair web thing where she cannot walk and she is blind, but then she transfers her powers into someone else, correct? Transfers her powers into was a conduit in each of the universes. Okay. But yeah, that, that's that's essentially just the broad strokes right there. Gotcha. I was trying to okay, simplify okay. it as much as I could because okay. it's like, okay. oh yeah, it gets complicated. It's on the same page. So I think it I think Dakota Johnson will be pretty good. Um she's kind of middle tier in terms of actors for me. Um however for me I will be okay with it if they go with the plot of uh, an older version of this transferring it to a younger person because mm. I know that, which kind of leads us into our next topic. Um, when you have a big movie like this, that is MCU or Marvel or like big movies, they are not going to cast an unknown disabled actor in those roles. So to me, I'd rather just see someone who is able-bodied uh, that is written that way and just go that direction instead of worrying about, you know, uh, casting someone who's able-bodied in for someone who is blind and cannot walk as well. So I'd rather see it go that way. So if it goes that way, I think Dakota Johnson will be perfect for that. Because um, I still think the, the she's like in her 60s or something or 70s, the like original. Well, she like yeah. looks older. She's she's definitely older, but they're going to go with this. It's is just me outside just the, the window. Story <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... 
even to your point as well too, Nancy. I mean, like, what's one of the characters that people were so super excited to see pop up in the MCU in Spider-Man No Way Home? Freaking Charlie Cox is Matt Murdock. What did Charlie Cox do before he became Matt Murdock? He didn't have the material at his at his uh, at his disposal for. I think this mm. could be the same exact thing. Yeah. That's not what I have to say about that. <laughs> All right, but like, what do you think of the casting, that. though? Oh, no, I said Dakota Johnson. I think would be good if they oh, go okay. in terms of if they go in terms of of the younger. having this yeah the younger version and putting it into someone who is able bodied. Then I will be okay with it. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And now we're going to a reporter on the field of the 1940s, David Dinoe. And what do you think, sir? <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta thank you, Todd, for the uh, call there. Uh, honestly, Sorry, I'll I start with. The, no, no, listen, I'll, I'll start with the fact that my <laughs> only eating like snacks over there. By the way, <laughs> who's eating snacks? <laughs> All I heard was. <laughs> oh no, that was no, him no. opening up his liquor bottle. I think was this a bottle? Uh, yeah, technically, yeah, that's, that's his. Yeah, these hardball detectives—they like to drink yeah. and drink and drink. <laughs> 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 this is beautiful. <laughs> no, honestly, my, my my knowledge of Madam Web is not as extensive as Andre's, um, obviously. But <laughs> my only understanding from her no was from is. the 90s. My only understanding of her was from the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. That's the only yes. instance I've ever remember seeing mm. her. And it's when she's in that like spider web, like li- apparently life support system. I didn't even know that was the case because they never really talked about that on the show. Um, mm-hmm. I thought she just liked to sit down in her chair. You know, who wouldn't? No. Um, but <laughs> what's interesting is they're leaning into the whole Spider-Verse thing, especially with the, you know, the fact that No Way Home was so successful. So they're going to lean into the whole multiverse thing because they know that it'll make mm-hmm. money. And it's kind of like how you guys were saying, it'll open up a, an easier path to like combining the universes in a way, because if she has access to any reality, then pretty much anything can be on the table, theoretically, whether it's Tom Holland or a new Spider-Man, for example. Uh, the the one thing and kind of it's interesting because I don't know if they're going to either have a Spider-Man in there, to be honest, because there has been no indication that they're going to have a Tom Holland in the Sony verse. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they actually do that or if they might go a whole different route and get like a different Spider-Man. But as far as Dakota Johnson, I'm I'll be reluctantly optimistic um, just because, like you said, the track record is not strong enough to really warrant it. But just like any other franchise, she's young, so it gives them an opportunity, if it is successful, to have longevity, things like that, rather than hiring an older actress to play like the older version that we're used to. So studio-wise, I get why they're going to go with that that choice. Um, personally, I think that if instead of thinking so long-term, let's just make a good movie with somebody that can play the character that we want to see in a sense. I'm kind of in that boat rather than thinking so long-term where you kind of handcuff yourself and then all of a sudden if it's trash, oh, well, we're stuck with just this trash and nothing else going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm curious to see which version they do choose, kind of like Nancy was saying, to see if they're going to go with the older lady or the younger one. Um, And depending on the story they choose, it should be interesting. I mean, like I said, when you have the multiverse the way it is, you literally have an open sandbox. You can do anything that you want to do and if you don't take advantage of something like that it's such a missed opportunity and it, sh- it shows that you know they don't have the the foresight to to at least try and take those kind of chances mm-hmm. yeah, i don't I know mean, if i'm I, drunk I, right yeah. now but did you say open sandwich no, no i said open I said sandbox. sandbox 
and you are you you got sandwiches I think you're just hungry did someone say sandwich anyone got some fucking pizzas around here my bad sorry it's just an open faced club sandwich that they can play with yeah just an open sandwich that's a better metaphor really yeah man I mean, I mean, this franchise, man, they got an open sandwich if I do say so myself. <laughs> Just hashtag that now. Hashtag open sandwich. See you in the comments. Yeah, 100%. No, but like, I mean, I'm like oh, in the same boat God. as you guys where like, I'm not surprised they're leaning into the whole multiverse aspects because like, you know, Jindoian said, uh, like that's been hugely successful for them. And I'm definitely curious to see if she's going to be kind of going into different uh, universes if like you know like a toby or an andrew might pop up again in some way shape or form if she has access to those universes you never know you know especially since people went nuts seeing them again i would be kind of i wouldn't be surprised if they tried to tap into that again but um in terms of casting and now that i know who this character is thank you andres i appreciate the the madame web 101 course that i just took i i hope that passed um i think yeah. that she would actually be uh, excuse me what what you got to be. <laughs> All right, I'll take you it. Be. I'll take it. You said anything yet. It's a B. Right off the bat. You just got to be. That's, that's, right. that's it. You're done no matter what. You just yeah, just no justification. I'm just giving you a B. You got a B face. <laughs> but, uh... In terms of casting, though, I, I really like Dakota Johnson as an actress because I've seen her in like a wide variety of things, especially outside of Fifty Shades. Like I've seen her in uh, Our Friend, which is a really mm-hmm. great movie that yeah. she's fantastic oh, in. Yeah. Um, she's also really great in a movie called A Bigger Splash, which is from the director of uh, Call Me By Your Name, which is a really good movie. Um, and she's kind of popped wide and peanut butter falcon obviously she's a good actress especially if she's given the right material and i do think she kind of has that like like mysterious kind of vibe that she can tap into if she wants to i mean even in just the some of the stuff i saw of her in like suspiria she can totally do that like she can absolutely a lot of people did (laughs) i feel like like a lot of people yeah i feel like a a lot of people Yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, I, I've just seen like bits and pieces, but like from what I saw, I'm like, she can do dark stuff and she can do kind of mysterious stuff. So I was like, she would be perfect for like a character like this. So yeah, I'm, I would be excited to see her in that role and like maybe what implications that character has for like the whole Sony verse of, you know, comic book movies. But yeah, I mean, I can't really complain. And that's, that's, you know, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really <laughs> about it. And in another supernatural transition, we're, we're going to talk about a movie that came out this weekend that, uh, I believe we all saw that, uh, you know, it's a movie that is coming out almost like 12 years after the last installment, a movie that is silly. It's wild. It's over the top. It's jackass. And this is jackass forever. We all have seen this movie. I think for the most part, I think we're all fans of this franchise in one way, shape, form. Maybe we're all not. <laughs> maybe maybe I haven't been fully versed in that regard. But uh, we've all seen it. We all want to talk about it. There's going to be some spoilers here. So if you haven't seen the movie, obviously maybe just turn this off until you have seen the movie and then, you know, listen to the rest of it. But uh, let's start with Jindelwin. What do you think of Jackass Forever? Because I know that you're someone who you're not like as, as huge of a fan of it as, you know, most people are. Yeah, um, I mean, I kind of like watched it sparingly here and there back when, uh, you know, the younger days what was it, like 20, 30 years ago when they were first getting started. Um, mm-hmm. This, I would have to say, this is actually, I believe this is actually the first Jackass movie I've actually seen in the theater because I know that they've done a couple, right? Um, yeah, yeah. It, and I, I, I had a general idea of what Jackass was just because, you know, they do the, the crazy weird stunts. They like messing with everybody. They like screwing with all the people around them. Um, 
to to have the opening five minutes <laughs> just be <laughs> so a giant uh, just Godzilla dong was <laughs> just terrorizing. It, it was I, I didn't know what I was watching in the first few minutes. I was trying to process just what the hell was I seeing in this. Yeah. And as it progressed, it just got like. It, it like the so I would probably say uh, what is it maybe thirty forty percent of the stunts that they did I probably laughed my ass off and I was in a pretty mm-hmm. decent sized theater of people so the surrounding laughs kind of helped amplify that for me where I was like okay this is actually kind of you know it kind of helped disarm me a little bit with some of the right. shock from from some of the stunts but uh, outside of, like my only my, my absolute favorite stunt that I have to mention just because I also do play hockey was seeing PK Subban just <sighs> rip pucks. Ooh. And oh, God. just nail him in the head, nail him in the jock. Like I was crying when that happened because it was—it just was too perfect of a stunt for for me to experience in there. So, <laughs> um, the the one the one interesting thing though is like to just see these guys like whatever twenty years later, just all right. older and still doing these stunts blows my mind because yeah. Like I, I pull my back getting out of bed sometimes. I'll be like, oh my God, what the hell are these guys getting <laughs> run over by bulls and shot yeah. out of cannons? So. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's it's what. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a movie that like makes you feel like you're not doing enough at your age, <laughs> like this is one of those one of those movies. Like shit, I could be doing a lot more. <laughs> weirdly enough, it's like weirdly inspiring. I don't know if that's like a better way of putting it. Like, oh, look, I wouldn't do half the shit that these guys do in the movies, but like, there's a small part of me that's like, these guys are like middle aged and they're like doing a lot of stuff I, I probably could do and that like now it made me want to like get out of the theater and like do a lap <laughs> you know just something like just like push myself a little bit but like nancy what did, did you see jackass like what do you think of this compared to the other ones um well i'm not actually a jackass fan and i haven't oh, okay. i've only seen clips of the other movies and oh, so okay. just like kind of the uh best of jackass i guess you could say in okay. terms of what i've seen gotcha. um so going into this, it was very interesting. I think it's just not my cup of tea. So it's hard for me to judge in terms of like compared to everything else. Only because for me, I I generally get squeamish and I don't like when I feel like someone can generally get hurt. So like yeah. the bear one, I really didn't like. So I'm like, this son of a bitch can actually <laughs> get fucking mauled to death like what are you guys yep. doing and the fact that the trainer in there was like okay i gotta get in there now like hold on move out of the way because uh, he's about to like bite his hand off like that to me just made me really nervous and oh, that was in his hand yeah, yeah. Like, no, that part, oh my god i was like yes. get him the fuck out of there yes exactly and you could tell he wanted to like move his hand but he knew his instincts kicked in of just like, if I fucking move, this bear is probably going to think I have food in my hand and it's going to just rip my hand off. Um, yeah. and, so and, stuff and, like and, that yeah. makes me nervous. Okay. And, and, and it, that like what the director the entire time was like hitting a button like to electrify him. Yes, so he yeah. So he would yep. move and like scream, like stuff like that. I do, it, it just makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, yes, it turned out okay, but it really could have gone wrong. And same with like Johnny Knoxville with the bull. I'm just like, when he first did this, you can tell he has like shoulder pads on at the very least. This is 20 years later. Why would you not have like a knee pad on? A shoulder pad? Like, <laughs> have it, something. Yeah. You're old as fuck. Like, do something to protect yourself. Um, I thought it was but hilarious it was- that they went back and forth hair and like dyed hair yes. <laughs> I was like, wait what happened you're like now suddenly 70 years old and you look yeah. 40 before what just happened? he aged but, he, 
gun he aged like ten years in two years. So there you go. Can I yeah. say though, the gray hair looks good on him. He should keep the gray hair. Yeah, um, it's about time. I, I knew he was alive because he showed up in the Royal Rumble the other Sunday. So I was like, yeah. Well, you're fine. You're good to go. But I will say the one that I really, really enjoyed, I was like fucking laughing my ass off because there was no real stakes to it, was when they shut him in the room and turned the lights off. Oh, that's my that favorite one. That's my favorite one. <laughs> that was so good. That was so fucking funny. See, I, I, I was like, like that. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, because yeah, there's no stakes where anyone's get, no one's going to get hurt, but they think yeah. they're going to get hurt. Like, that's fucking hilarious. I don't know. I think yeah. they got a little hurt. They walked in one room, bashed themselves with a frying pan and mouse oh, That's so fucking funny. So I just fucking climbed over their like rat mouse traps and like, the thumbtacks. He's like, fuck this shit. I don't care. This yeah, hurts. I'm getting out of here. No, I love how yeah. I think it was like uh, Aaron or what? I forget it. His name, Aaron, but like, he, he, he's like, like he's, and, and he, no, he's just like, I just want to get out of here. And he's like, no, I want to go out that door. He's like, no, you got to go out this door. He's like, nah, man, I'm just going to live here. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. He was like, I'm starting a new life here. I don't care. I'm living here. I don't give yeah, a shit. He's like, so, fuck you. Yeah. Those guys must have like, such like PTSD. Like, yes. like being on set, like, like at any time, like you even see it in the movie, like they're doing and then all of a sudden Knoxville just has a taser and he like tases like the director or some guy behind him out of nowhere. It's like you have to be constantly on edge. That would drive yes. me crazy. <laughs> I did love, um, what was his, oh I forgot, what was the guy playing the piano? He's a... Uh, oh, that was incredible. Uh, oh, yeah. He's playing Tyler the piano. The creator? Was, that, was that him? Yes. Tyler, the creator? yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love the part where he was like, what's this? Why is there yeah. a thing on the fucking seat? There. It's metal. <laughs> I know what you guys are doing. And then, yeah, and he was like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> it's, really like it's from like the POV where he's playing the piano, they hit the taser, and you just see his head just hit the fucking piano. Like, wow. that, that whole that whole stunt was hilarious with the, the like yes. electrifying the dance floor and the piano bench. Oh my god! And then he makes the director sit in the chair. He's oh, like, that oh, was incredible. Sit in the chair, then sit in oh. the chair. I and love then, it. And then, he, and then even the director, and then even the director just goes, "Oh my god!" Like that yeah. was way more like, painful than bitch. I thought it was. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so those were my two favorite. Was the piano and the uh, dark room with the faux snake in it. Gotcha. So you, she likes the psychological stunts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. Exactly. How about you, Andres? Would you uh, would you think of Jackass Forever? Well, see, I'm a I'm a fan from when I was in middle school and all this other stuff. So you know, it's just like a fun thing to watch on MTV and just go, huh, all right, they're gonna do this now. And then seeing the movie with my dad. Seeing the first movie in theaters with my dad, like I just recall, I just laughing his ass off at the at the toy car trick that Ryan Dunn does. Like I've never heard oh, him God, laugh yeah. even harder. Like all of a sudden, when you're going, "Es un carrito, es un carrito juguete." It's like, oh my God. <laughs> but um, but then going forward, and then them continuously up in the stakes, and not only making the stunts even more. They are, but also just kind of just stuff that I don't even know if I want to see this stuff on camera. Like, I mean, again, we're we're starting off with the funny, but then also to cap it off with a snapping turtle, his dick was like, oh, God. All right. We're, but more than anything, it kind of 
You know what? Maybe I'm done with that point in my life right now watching Jackass. <laughs> oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I just outgrown it. That's that's what that's what clinched it for you. <laughs> that was no, 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 that, that was that, that was that was strike one. Then strike two was like was like seeing um, them trying to light the fart and then like putting a camera straight on their asshole. And I'm like, Oof. Uh, oh, and then him almost blowing up his asshole because the guy. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. When the guy who's in charge of the stunt and the uh, like things that are part of the set is surprised, you know something went seriously wrong. Like his face was like, "Oh shit!" Like I didn't expect yep. that to happen. Well, that guy was a former yeah. MythBuster, so you know he's got some kind yeah. of credentials. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but and for me, I think was like Steve O fucking covering his dick and balls and bees. I think that that oh was the god. line for me. I was like, oh. okay, this is where I really need to look away because oh my god, I don't know <laughs> what the, like, in what not world. The Hicks, that wasn't the line for anyone. Nah, honestly, they've done things worse oh. than that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Oh no! Because oh no! Because Chris Pawnee is like he's drinking horse semen before on camera, and it was oh, funny Jesus. because they cut they, they they cut to him and he's like literally like. Yep. Yeah. Uh, wh- why are you guys looking at me? Because we all know you did it last time. Yeah. We all know you did it. And he's like, mm, Knoxville right. was like, I just wanted you to smell it. Like, don't fucking drink it like a weirdo. I love Chris Bond is. I love his little commentary that he always pops up with. It's always great. <laughs> one of the one of the messed up things is that somebody even asked, like, how do you guys even just deal with this? They're like, at this point, you kind of just go with it and you hope for the best. So. Yeah. After all these years, you're thinking like you've been fucked with so much that you're just like, know it's coming and you still go in and do it like yep. knowing it's going to happen. So that there's some weird twisted mentality yeah. right there. Just to yeah. like know that yeah. something's going to happen. But I got well, thorough well, well, enjoyment from hmm. seeing Machine Gun Kelly get smacked in the fucking yeah. face. Oh. I, <laughs> I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> It's gonna feel like anything. <laughs> well, did they yeah. did they fuck with him and actually tell him the wrong thing? Because they said that like his yeah, was yeah, for they the other, fuck, but yeah, it was actually his own, right? Yeah, they fucked yeah. with him. Yeah, they, they, okay. they definitely did fuck with him. Even did I tell you? The other is, <laughs> yeah, but but even but even the the favorite stunts in the movie. I mean, like for me, this is sort of a hard movie to review because it feels like yeah. I sat through the entire thing. I remember everything as we're all talking about it. But it's like sitting through two hours of TikTok videos. Like, can you tell me what was your favorite TikTok video that you saw in the past two hours? So, like, the only ones that really pop off off the top of my head aren't necessarily my favorite ones either. Like, like as we're talking about the, the Science of the Lambs one, that is one of my favorite ones because it's purely psychological. But the other, the other ones that come to mind are the ones that are either on the polar end of the spectrum where I'm like, oh, God, that's terrible. Like, the bee stuff. Or talking, oh my goodness, the uh, the vultures. Oh god, hilarious! That was great, though. <laughs> I, t- I couldn't. But, I couldn't. But no. Let's do this. Favorite, but my favorite one has to be tarantula <laughs> because because the. Oh, I, I, I did not like that one. That one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. Not- Only what? Oh, I said, Tommy, you didn't like that one. Nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just don't like spiders, so. One of the things about that one was that the fact that the guy actually passed out but still, like, clutched the other guy. Yes! Yeah. Just passed out in the helmet like this, just freaking holding onto the guy still and, like, not letting yes. go. And and that's that's you, you just... Me. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? 
That oh was amazing. See how ultra terrified he was. Like that type of stuff makes me. But oh man! But then they had to cap it off with the freaking tarantula biting Aaron's Aaron's. Yeah, uh, see, it would have been fine without that part. Look away yeah, we didn't need that. And, yeah. and, 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 is that the other part that kind of made me just go, all right, maybe this might be a step too far, was the puppet stick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he actually ruptured yeah, a testicle. So I, that oh. yeah. I covered my eyes. I couldn't. Because I was like, I already know what's going to happen. I can't. I, I can't. I was like, I already know where this is going. And it's again, I, it's, it's really hard for me to see like people genuinely get hurt. And so mm-hmm. I was like doing this like at the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Blame me on that. But real quick, one question I did want to ask everybody here, and I talked to Tom about this earlier, but did you guys movie? Um, no, he no. they like clipped him in for a second. He wasn't actually in the movie though. No, Andres no, no, apparently no, no, he no, no, no. apparently Andres is more eagle eyed than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> he he's he's in he's in the sequence where, where they're doing the um treadmill marching band you said right yeah the treadmill marching band and the thing hmm. when one of the guys gets knocked over all the way over to the very left it's like that guy looks very familiar and time when the guy's face was about to show they would they would cut it so that you would see his face for a split. cut it and then you look at the other angle and you're like oh that's bam but they're yeah uh, the movie he's still in there but he it's was, like, yeah hmm. well because he was in the movie he like mm-hmm. shot stuff with them, but then he, according to them, he had violated the uh, contract they had in terms of him being clean, yeah. doing the movies well, well, and not being on any drugs or whatever. And then once them. that happened, they decided to cut him, but then he tried to sue them and then it was a whole thing. So, mm-hmm. but they, at the very end where they're doing the montage, there's a very clear cut, like picture, uh, of, him. picture of him. Yeah. Like you see yeah. it's Bam. Mm-hmm. Actually, said four band at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did it really? Oh, oh, oh no, 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 that was. No, no, no. that was a. Uh, oh, that, that was random. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're, right. You're, right. Yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would right. love to see like one more jackass movie where they could bring back Bam and just like have that again. Cause like I did miss I Bam. Like I, yeah. I like you know I know like the behind the scenes drama, but it, it did I did feel his absence. So did yeah, I. I mean, I mean, it was kind of that you know we didn't get a, sequ- a single sequence messing with his parents <laughs> like oh, it was just like i know didn't oh. feel right but you know what like, i did love is the yeah. fact that they brought back lance the camera guy who like i don't know it was like oh, sweet God. nostalgia where every time they would cut to him it was like he's got white hair now and then he still like can't like keep it in and he's like always puking like i remember he was always one of my favorite parts of the original movies like they'd always cut to him they'd be like lance lance don't do lance. it lance don't do lance. it lance. and then he'd always puke <laughs> I think uh, um, what oh we were talking God. about earlier, one of the things you were saying is like to have the new cast kind of join these guys and the unfortunate soul that's just nicknamed Poopies. Poopies. Of, all the, <laughs> of all the nicknames that you can come up with to be on a, in a movie, Poopies yeah. is what they landed on. Yeah. I feel like he came up with his own nickname, though, because the way no, apparently, he... No, because apparently he said that like if he the fan event screening like at the end they ask him like how'd you come up with your name he's like it was actually a nickname growing up it's like when i was like messing around with my friends i took like a shit in the middle of the street and they like kept calling me like stinkies and whatever and then it ended up like they called him poopies and then it stuck and then he was just his nickname was always poopies for like the rest of his life that's why he's it fits him so well though it really does yeah but it, when it I really saw it does. Up, like, I was like, what? Yeah, 
And, and 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 here's the thing is that Dave England also even says like you know his famous thing on Jackass was him shitting himself every time in the movie. Yep. A cast member named Poopies were like, are they trying to replace me right now? But that's the thing is that that's the other thing too. We haven't even discussed the new cast members in. But like, I will say one thing. Fucking beast. Like, yeah, she's a badass. Dude, dude. the dude. whole time I was like, this is why women have a higher tolerance, like pain tolerance than men, or like, this is why people say that. Because she was doing that scorpion thing. Oh my flinch. god! No, yeah. she was like, "Ow!" I was like, "That bitch just fucking stung you like three times in the yeah. face." No, I was thoroughly yeah. impressed. Where like they're like, "Do you have it in you for one more?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "What?" Okay. And she was, was like, like "Ow, that hurt." She was like, "My face hurts." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like a taser to the tongue. I was like, "Jesus." But yeah, yeah she was the one who impressed me the most. I couldn't believe it. Oh my god! I forgot about that scorpion bit, man. Give yeah. her more yeah. stunts. I, I feel like disappointed she didn't get more. Easing her in because definitely when they did the like um, taser on the tongue thing, like the other ones were a little bit more extreme than that. I don't know. I think yeah. the taser to the tongue is pretty extreme. Yeah, I, I'd rather be a taser to the tongue than a fucking snake biting me in the fucking face like three times in a row. Yeah. Oh, I and, 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 and none of them, none of them screaming. Yeah, Tom, taser okay. or snake? You got to pick. Oh, I would do the taser, hundred percent. I'm not getting bit okay. by a snake. Fuck that. Andres, taser or snake? Enjoying? Give me the snake. Taser. Oh, you would say that. Yeah, I was going to say, you would fucking say that. I know, then as soon as we stop recording, he's going to be like, oh, it was totally Taser. Oh, no. Listen, it was totally the Taser. Taser My question for Andres and Jinjoin, wait, Jinjoin, have you seen the other Jackass movies or is it just like this one? It's This is the only one I've actually like sat through and watched from start to finish. I've seen... Kind of like Nancy, I've seen kind of like the highlight reel. Like, I remember them, and I actually don't know if this was from the show or the movie, but the one where they're, like, walking in some office building and then just a giant hand just bitch slaps one of them right in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's the second one. Yeah, I think it's the second or third one, yeah. Okay, so I remember seeing <laughs> I love that. that one. I remember seeing a couple of other stunts, um, but, like, actually movie-wise, this is the only one I've actually, I've actually, like, I got my ticket, I sat in a theater, and I watched it from start to finish. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so then Andres, I'll ask you this question. Out of all the Jackass movies, which one is your favorite? Oh, I think the second one is pretty good for me because it has probably one of my favorite moments, which is uh, unbelievable fear of snakes, and they lock oh, him I in a room with a king cobra, oh. and then like, 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 yes. literally, there's there, there's the moment where he's like, no, 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 a cobra, dude. Are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> the way he says it, he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> and then, and then, then just like the other. Like a horse trailer or something? Yeah. They like something lock like him outside. In a horse trailer. And then the thing is that when, is that, that uh, like, like the utter agility he has where he like bounces his fucking body over the freaking hole where the, where the horse head is supposed oh, to be. Oh, yeah, like, that was impressive. Like, oh. That bitch oh, yeah, turned like, into Spider Man. He was oh, like, he was legitimately climbing. terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah, great. No, he was was... Like, yeah, but but I will say, um, in terms of one, it's tied between two and three only because three had the very very interesting gimmick of shooting the entire movie in three D, and you're that like, so Jack, 
this in 3D, why? And then all of a sudden they do certain things in the movie that you're like, oh, I see why. I, it, like, yeah, it was born for 3D. Yeah, it was so <laughs> born for 3D. And it was like, I'm, I'm, picturing, like, I'm picturing this one in 3D. And if imagine that giant Godzilla oh, dog no. was in 3D in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, oh, right oh, your face. Yep. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Yeah, see, like, there's certain there, there's certain things that they do in the third one that they frame specifically for 3D. Like yeah. one of my favorite, a I think it's like a small town, ta- like like a small miniature town or something like that, and then a job like, literally goes right across the screen. <laughs> and you're just like. Oh, okay. That, that's what you enjoyed the most. It was. Yep. We're learning a lot about the Andre. biggest. So much. This was, but it was. <laughs> it was the thing that I remember getting the biggest. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but it was. But it was. But it was like the thing that I remember getting the biggest reaction in the theater because it's just like you just see this boring miniature thing, and then the. It just fucking dies at that moment. It's freaking hilarious. Yep. But there's so many other things, like even the the bull running sequence. Like, there's so mm. many really great things that they do that I would say probably it's a tie between the second and the third one for me. This one is pretty damn. I mean, I like the first one as well. Yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed all of them. I mean, I would probably say it's like tied for me between like three and this new one because I meant like this one I laughed like pretty much the entire time. Like, Looking back at the other ones I've watched, there were like little lulls where I was like, not really like laughing as much, or they were doing more gross out stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm not really into that. I like the more like physical humor because that shit's just hilarious. Like anytime they do a stunt, like, you know, where Eric Andre's ordering coffee and they have that thing like fucking (laughs) pop out at him. Like, and then they do it again and they do like the bottom part. Like, I love when they do fucking pranks like that. It's just so funny. But yeah, in terms of like me laughing out loud, definitely like tie between like three and four. I just, what they did with 3D was just incredible. Like, they, like that was one of the move like one of the rare movies i was like i have to see this in 3d because i know <laughs> that they're not gonna fuck around with 3d like they're gonna actually like make it worthwhile but um yeah i definitely i mean i've enjoyed all of them but this one i really enjoyed and it also had that like nostalgia factor for me where like you know you're watching all these guys and they're older now and you kind of grew up with those movies and like it feels a little bittersweet it's like you can see them trying to like hand the baton to like a younger generation of people while still kind of doing some stuff themselves so like it was bittersweet but still really really enjoyable but yeah i mean i would definitely say that this was one of my favorites for sure oh yeah i, I mean question, the actually, weird thing yeah uh just kind of like when you so what tom was talking about so because you guys are more into it than i am i'm curious do you think that this movie was actually them passing the baton so that like if they do another jackass will they still be in it like uh, meaning johnny knoxville and steve and all like the originals or do you think that the next one may just be the new cast I They're think that it's going one. to be a lot more of the new cast where you're, you're still going to have the old cast like sprinkled in, but I feel like they definitely know how old they are at this point. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to give the younger cast more time to shine, especially since like they definitely proved themselves in this one. Um, oh, but yeah. like, I feel like they're not going to eliminate the OG cast because that's what's getting people to go to the theater. They're not just going to okay. see for the new people. You got to have Knoxville. You got to have Steve-O and Wee Man and Pontius and even Bam. You got to have them all back. So I feel like it'll be more new, like more of the new cast, but still you're going to have that OG cast. I mean, that's what I would think. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that, too. I would say... It- Everybody else was to come back and then they're all older, like let's say another ten years from now. I don't think they're gonna be doing stunts. <laughs> the the thing that Knoxville was doing in the very beginning of the movie where it's uh where it's just oh, he's just standing in the in the corner uh reading reading cards 
that was also another one of my favorite stunts was the trivia was, was oh, the I love that trivia. Oh. oh my god all of us trivia, trivia. yes uh-huh. that was hilarious it's another level yes <laughs> well, well, I, I i remember watching uh campia's review of um freaking jackass 40 and he that he basically said that as soon as he watched it, he was talking to Harloff about it, and he was like, "If you do this for the movie trivia showdown, it'll get a lot of reactions. That's for sure." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, no, don't put <laughs> that in said." I don't know if any of you watched the challenge on MTV. Uh, I've watched it for years, but mm-hmm. essentially, there's always one challenge where they do trivia, and the shtick is like, if they get it wrong. They're over water and they'll get them closer to like falling into the water. So when I oh, saw God. this, I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, yes. Every time you get it wrong, something bad happens to you. Fucking love it. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. But, but the director but, writes but something the one, comes with a taser. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the one thing, but the one thing I was going to say that is very interesting in terms of all this going on right now is that we're officially living in the age where ask the movie gets a requel. Like it's it's one of those things where when you watch a lot of the stunts that are in this movie, there are basically a lot of repurposed stunts from the original yeah. films just done in a yeah. different way. So mm-hmm. we've officially ass guys. We're at that so, point. Uh, there there's one idea that I just had and it kind of reminded me because so there was the one clip where Johnny Knoxville's in like the old man makeup and he's in like a furniture <laughs> store. Oh my god. He sits on that giant airbag and just gets launched into a ceiling, right? So as far as like if you're talking about 10, 20 years later in Jackass, I picture the same stunt, except he's not wearing any makeup this time. He's actually like 80 years old. I still feel like these guys would be stupid enough to actually oh, do yeah, that 100% same they stunt. Would do it. Yeah. And then and like they showed from before, they'll show the clip from the previous one to the now and just kind of compare the two. But I imagine that these guys will just never stop until they're dead. It's just, it's psycho. I don't know how <laughs> they do this. It's like they seem like weirdly invincible. It's like they break bones and they get all these things, but they still yeah. keep going. Just crash test dummies in real life. Well, I mean, Steve man, like he almost died just from fucking drugs alone. Mm-hmm. And the funniest line to me was when he was like, even when I wanted to die and I was at my lowest, I still didn't want to do this stunt. So he was like, fuck that. <laughs> oh my God. But the, but the the interesting thing about Jackass movies, and this will lead into our, our final discussion here, is that a lot of people that I've talked to, like some of them actually consider like these like guilty pleasure movies where like, you know, it's silly, you know, it's over the top, but yet you really enjoy it anyway. Thank you. Dave. See, like even he was like, look, that's actually a decent segue. Thank was, you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. I was like, I need to have one smooth one in the, in the show. <laughs> but that leads us into our final subject, which is we're all going to be discussing some of our guilty pleasure movies movies that we think that most people would think are kind of shitty, kind of bad, but that we really enjoy and we wholeheartedly do so. So we're going to give you maybe a few that we really like, talk about them a little bit, and then kind of discuss. So we'll start with Jindoian because, you know, he gave me a round of applause and that makes me see him in a, a much better light, maybe in, in Technicolor in my mind. <laughs> so, 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 so what are your guilty pleasure movies, man? Like, I know you said you had like a huge list, like before we started recording. Yeah, I mean, like when I, when I found out that this was going to be the topic, I literally was just rifling them off in my head. And I just I started writing them down just because I wanted to make sure I knew what I was thinking. And right. I came up with easily close to 30 movies just right off the top of my head. Now, just just to, just to give one, and I know that Andres is going to appreciate this. You can say it with me if you want. 
<laughs> number one is gonna be okay. assassins. Assassins. Um, assassins. Oh my God. I, I cannot tell you how many times <laughs> I've heard these guys quote assassins. What is assassins? Over assassins. and over again. It's a phenomenal movie by <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas. Oh no! Directed by Dick Donner. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's basically the whole movie is Sylvester Stallone is the veteran assassin who's number one. Oh, I thought, I thought you said he was like a veterinarian. I'm like, I'm actually in. Go on. Like, holy shit. Uh, let's, check, let's check out your dog. Let's check his vitals. Can we make that happen? Can we cast Sylvester Stallone as a veterinarian? Can we like do that? We got rights now, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you heard it here. Oh my no, God. Long and short of it, long and short of it, Sylvester Stallone is like an aging assassin. Let's say that. But okay. he's number one. He's the number one guy. And Antonio Banderas is this like up and comer who has to who wants to become number one. And okay. the whole entire movie's premise is essentially just them competing for contracts and Antonio Banderas trying to get like one up on Sylvester Stallone throughout the entire movie. Okay. And it's one that I constantly just berate Andres with with quotes, <laughs> clips, video still, whatever you want to talk. Like it's just I right. just we're constantly going back and forth quoting this movie and it's just it's just Chef's kiss so good. <laughs> All day, all day. And, and, and also, just, just it, it's just, this is right when Antonio Banderas was first starting out in the industry. So, like, his accent, very thick, it's, but it's, it's so, so entertaining. It's so there's, thick. So, there's like, a scene. He, okay. Yes. Wait, there, yeah, there, there's a scene when he goes up to these two, was it Mexican, Latin? I'm not sure exactly where he, they were Mexican, right? Mm -hmm. So, he goes up to these two ladies and they're speaking Spanish to him. He's like, no, 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 I don't speak Spanish. And he's sitting there like asking to order a beer <laughs> with them. And then out of nowhere, like, I don't know, it's like a minute later, he starts speaking Spanish around them. They're like, oh, I oh, like they're just like losing their shit over how sexy this guy is in front of them because he speaks Spanish all of a sudden. Oh, Listen, my God. when you get drunk, maybe you go to the hospital, you're on some good stuff. You know, that stuff comes out of your brain. You all of a sudden remember that you know Spanish. You know it happens. experience? I'm not shooting you. My cousin went to uh, the hospital. I don't remember what it was. Something happened. He had a surgery or something. He was like all drunked up. Yeah, man. My you choked up in the hospital. You fucking drunk one night. Fucking my grand two weeks before. You know what I mean? My who mostly speaks Spanish showed up. And all of a sudden he was fucking speaking Spanish out of nowhere. I was like, what the shit? There you go. So it happened. Oh God. All right, I'm learning a lot about a lot of people here. Well, yeah, just, but I would be, yeah, but 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 I would be very miss if we don't talk about one sequence in Assassins, which is okay. it's a hot ass day in Mexico, and Antonio Banderas has decided, you know what? I'm gonna snipe freaking Stallone when he goes into that bank. I'm gonna wait for him to come out. The only problem is that is is one of the hottest days on record. And Nancy has checked out. So, and, 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 I'm out. And, soon, Sylvester, and, and Sylvester Stallone is basically just said, you know what? I'm gonna wait here all day. So like literally, you just see just fucking Antonio Banderas sweating his ass off, pissing Boy. in bottles, waiting for. 
Instagram, and it's one of the most hilarious things I've seen ever. It's a, it's supposed to be like a serious moment, but it's so fucking funny. And it's one moment that me and Jadoyan constantly go back in on. Uh, I've heard this like yes, ten so times. I heard them quote this, I don't know how many times, and I it's not countless. seeing the movie, I'm just like... <laughs> So that's what I, that's I can tell one. you are so over it. As soon as, they, as soon as he brought up the movie, I just saw Nancy go, fuck. <laughs> I got to hear about assassins again. again. All right, man. It was, it was you, low hanging fruit. Yeah. Throw, throw a couple. Uh, list. Well, let's, let's do like two more from your list. What do you got? Okay. Uh, let's see. A couple more from my list. I'll throw out. So one that I watched constantly as a, as a kid, and I'm sure you probably enjoy this as well, Street Fighter. It's the... In my mind, yes. forget Mortal Kombat, forget all the... Street Fighter, uh, to me, is the best video game adaptation because, one, I've watched it probably the most of almost any other movie that I can think of uh, at this point. Like, I can endlessly quote that. And the fact that you have someone like Jean-Claude Van Damme playing the all-American guile. With, with his, his worst with accent his, with his, ever. With his Brussels <laughs> accent. Just coming, I'm gonna kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard! Like, just him going, like... <laughs> all in in this movie and the fact that Raul Julia this was his last movie and the fact that he did it was because of his kids and we got that a lot great performance a lot with actors and it's great because like we got we got to experience that because he wanted to do something for his kids Uh and it's like that's just it's so good and and his performance is so over oh gleefully over the oh no the man knew exactly what movie he was in I'm here to fight a man, and instead you found a god? <laughs> Such a great... What? <laughs> that was a little bit Kermit. Yeah, that, 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 that definitely did sound a little like... A <laughs> uh, couple, couple others I'll just throw out real quick. Um, uh, I'm a sucker for Shaq's uh, DC Comics movie, Steel. Okay. Um, All right. For some reason, I just okay. it's same thing. I was, I was I watched it when I was younger. I didn't really know anything about anything else, and I was like, "Hey, that's Jack. That's cool." And he had a big ass hammer. I was like, "All right, that's kind of cool movie." So I was enjoying. I really enjoyed I mean, that. Um, you, you didn't prefer his movie Kazam? I mean, Kazam <laughs> was a little better. I mean, like, you know, that's my Shaq movie. <laughs> and it's definitely up there with movies that we know aren't great, but yes. They are still a fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So one. So one other one that I really, really, really enjoy is uh, Michael Keaton film called Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> now, this one is one that I rarely I no, hear anybody no ever one. talk nope. about. So, essentially, the I, the whole idea of this one is that he's a gangster, and it's essentially if I'm if I'm black and white, we don't know yet. Like if this is gonna post him, you probably are. <laughs> you probably can. <laughs> beautiful 1920s era you know everyone talks like that but the whole the whole idea is that he's just this gangster and it's just a bunch of one-liners joe piscopo plays this one guy where this is returning bit where every single time he says something it's this whole thing of you shouldn't hang me on a hook johnny my grandmother hooked me on a hook once once and then it's just a repeating bit where he just keeps what? going. The fuck? It's 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 this His weird. Grandma abused him. I'm. It's this. Yeah. It's, 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 just random, it's just this random abuse throughout the whole thing. He's like, it, it, it's endlessly quotable. Another one would be, uh, and this kind of ties into the whole gangster. <laughs> I'm thing. just gonna give one. 
I'm just gonna get one more. I'm just gonna get one more. Like I said, I have this whole list. There's so many I want to talk about. We can't end on grandma abuse. You gotta get one more. Yeah. Okay. 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 You gotta bounce back from that one. All right. One last one, and it falls into the whole gangster thing. Is it's a, and another Stallone movie. Go go figure. Uh, it's called Oscar. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. I okay. love Oscar. So, for two. Okay. So yeah. Andres, you know Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, familiar with Oscar? Okay, so the whole the whole the whole idea is that he he swears on his uh, father's grave that he's not like he's not going to be a gangster anymore. He's going to go legit, and the whole entire movie is set up kind of like a play where they're all. It's the whole entire movie is mostly set in just his house. Uh-huh. It's got Tim Curry, Marissa Tomei. It's just mm-hmm. it's it's like a it's just a fun movie that the entire thing is he's trying to go legit. But no matter what he does, it just ends up being that he's just going to be a gangster no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's just it, I love the fact that it just plays almost like a stage play because it's set in that one location the entire mm. film. Yeah. OK, so I'll stop there because I got like I said, I got like 30 movies that I can keep talking about, but I'll just I'll stop right there. <laughs> All right. Choices. So I appreciate the list. How about how about, how about you, Nancy? What, like what's on your on your docket there? Okay. What do you got? I mean, I have a few. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to go with first. Let's go with the one that I know no one else has on their list, which is Spice World. Oh, that's a great movie. Great choice. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited. I I love that movie. Are you kidding me? Richard E. Grant. I'm so excited. That movie. I'm going to hang myself tonight. It's so bad that it's so so good. good. It's so good. I love that... I love that it's about the Spice Girls like fucking making fun of themselves the whole oh, time great. and mm-hmm. Meatloaf is in it and but funny story so obviously it came out when I was really young and I was watching it and I totally believe the whole like spiel of they were best friends when they were younger and this is how the band got together and so later on when I was older and I found out like that was complete bullshit and they like went to a casting call. I was so heartbroken. But I was like, I was like, no, the story isn't real. Fuck you guys. Um, but no, I, I love that movie. I honestly would recommend if you are even remotely into pop music, go and watch it. It's so funny. It's and they, so they poke fun of themselves the whole time. It's so funny. Um, and I love how they have the double decker bus and each one yeah. has their own little like, pods of like their own yeah. like stereotypical personalities <laughs> yeah and like um what's her face uh beckham now beckham uh what is her name <laughs> victoria beckham what, yes what yeah yeah victoria beckham. I think so. I, her pod is all like clothes and like gucci and like all these like uh fucking expensive clothes and everyone makes fun of her about it throughout the whole movie and i just love it i think it's such a great movie not great a great choice. film, but amazing. amazing. In my opinion, so, it's a great film. <laughs> uh, me too. I fucking love yeah, it. No, yeah, yeah, it. no, it's it's really it's when they cut to moments where like you know they're having a speed chase with uh, with the double decker bus. There's oh, no practical way to really do that. So like I could swear yes. that they're just doing like figures, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> so great. It's amazing. So so it's amazing. Um, another one would be Moonwalker. Um, oh. I, fucking love oh. this movie okay. so if anyone doesn't know what Moonwalker is it is essentially Michael Jackson <laughs> I don't know how to explain this movie it's, 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 it explains itself just being honest, just being honest. Uh, I don't know it could be like a werewolf movie I don't know it, like, it's so bizarre though because it's Michael Jackson 
Obviously, he's randomly friends with these three children, which. You know, oh, great. It was a start. Um, but. Oh, man. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, there's a drug lord played by Joe Pesci who is trying to, like, give drugs to all the children oh, in the God. world. And Michael Jackson's trying to stop him. But Someone somehow, put this on paper and was like, we gotta make it. <laughs> but somehow in the middle of this movie, he does two music videos and then at some point turns into a car and then also has a dance-off with a rabbit. There's, there's still more. It's amazing. It makes no fucking sense. And the 80s just covered a lot of these kind of things. Jesus. Dude. No, wait, hold on. There's an arcade game, a Michael yes. Jackson arcade game that, <laughs> I played, that, that I played in the city like maybe a couple months ago where you are Michael Jackson and you're dressed like in the smooth criminal outfit. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. Two moves. You can either <laughs> sh- they, no, you can either shoot or you can dance. <laughs> so like his big movies, like he does like that Michael Jackson twirl and then all your enemies just die. And I was like, if anyone is playing this game, they have come across a gold mine of beautiful, beautiful things. Yep. Well, and a lot of people don't know that the music video for Smooth Criminal comes from that movie. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just a video he did. Like that is a clip from the it's movie itself. It's wow. a plot device. It's the weirdest fucking thing. It's so fucking bizarre, but I fucking love it, and I don't know why. But right. I highly recommend. That's a, that's a good choice. That. That's a, that's, mm-hmm. go. I mean, that sounds wild. Awesome. Uh, two other ones, definitely Surf Ninja. Just, oh, Surf Ninja is <laughs> so amazing, and uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, that was also my bold I, had, I had a feeling that was going to pop up here. You should have gotten a sequel, is all I'm saying. Yeah, hey, yeah, get the Warriors. Yeah, John Leguizamo was Luigi, man. That that right there, he carried that shit. So good. <laughs> I mean, we I don't have anytime, to yeah. take, take, a, take, take a drink anytime John Leguizamo yells Daisy in that movie. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Be obliterated. <laughs> oh, God. How about, how are you, Andres? What's on your little list? Oh, goodness. In terms of Guilty pleasure movies. I mean, we talked about it last time. Darkness Falls, I will for because that movie is unbridled garbage. But it is unbridled garbage that is fantastic all the way through. There's uh, that. Listen, and all you have to do is hide yeah. under the covers. You're fine. We're good yeah. to go. Yeah. You'll be fine. And also pointed out Assassins as well, too. I freaking love Assassins. Anything with Antonio Banderas is great. But. Um, oh my goodness, but there is probably like one big one that for me is such a guilty pleasure movie, but I, because it is a movie I unabashedly love every single aspect for it. I was freaking out about this because I was helping um, I was helping Jen uh, study up a little bit. Came across a question for a movie called Sidekicks, starring Chuck yes. Norris. <laughs> yes, starring Absolutely. Chuck Norris. Yes, Ten times, yes. So on my list. <laughs> oh, there you go. Boom. But see, here's the thing is that is that we came across sidekicks and I was like, oh, well, you know what? That movie has actually kind of been in like a very like weird rights issue where it's never been released on DVD, never yeah. released on Blu-ray. And then, no, no. And then last night I discovered it is on for 15 bucks. And in 4K. Bucks. 15 bucks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. 15 bucks and in 4K. I watched Listen, it twice last night. I would that, buy it for 40. 
I would buy it oh, for yeah. forty. That's how much I love it. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually. Honestly, I can honestly say that movie actually is the reason why I learned how to use nunchucks. Yes. There oh you my go. god! You 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 want you wanted to be like Barry when when, when, he, when he gets in that mode and become ninja. I mean, here's the thing: the best way I can describe this movie, it is. Let's say you get Chuck Norris, but you cross it over with the secret life of Walter Mitty and <laughs> cross it with every freaking known genre of movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There are so many yeah, movies it's, it's, you yeah, compared it's, it to, but <laughs> the secret yeah. life of Walter Mitty is what you went with. Yeah, don't bring that movie that into one. this discussion. No, 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 no. No, but here's the thing: is that way with the movie. life of no, no, with the, with the with the secret life of Walter Mitty, it's him escaping into daydreams constantly. Yeah. So this is exactly what the main character does all throughout the movie. He's freaking walking down. He's freaking walking. <laughs> now, listen, yeah, I wasn't nice. talking. I wasn't, ta I wasn't talking about the movie. I was talking oh. about the book that Secret Life of Walter Mitty is based off of, which nah, is. Right. An <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll lay into you, man. Don't worry. Oh, goodness. You're, you're not going to go easy on me at all. What am I no, on absolutely by not. this point? I mean, I do love that movie. And I, I agree. Like, his, the fact that he's, like, daydreaming about these instances. And the part when he's in the classroom. And he, I forgot what he says, but, like, yeah, Chuck, I'll go anywhere with you. And then he <laughs> wakes up in class. And this is like, oh, shit. I just said that out loud in class. Like, like a yeah. fucking moron. But, but, but yeah, but there's certain moments like that that are so cheesy and over the top in the 90s. But then there's that sequence in the movie where he's the rope in gym class and it's literally Chuck on the other end just, just going, no, calm down. We're going to get through this together. And tell me you haven't had a single moment like that when you were a kid where you were thinking, you know what? What would my hero do in this moment? I thought what you were going to say, what would, would Chuck Norris say to me at this moment? <laughs> <laughs> what, would Chuck Norris, <laughs> what would Chuck Norris say to me right now? But the thing is that the movie, oh, and here's the other thing too is, you know, going into more trivia about it, it's the score is done by Alan Silvestri. Alan Silvestri, yep. Yeah, it's it's one of those where like we I don't remember going Art somewhere. Yeah. No, no, this was this was him. This, this was this was him after after he had done um, Back to the Future. Oh wow. my goodness! After he did Back to the Future. What was he yeah. thinking? I mean, he's he he done Back to the Future. He had done a whole bunch of other stuff. He's like, I yeah. peaked. Where should I? What should I do next? Side and you know what? You go charity. He was like, I've done big things. Here oh. you go. Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh goodness. You the guy always confused with Devin Soya all the time. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Which guy? Which guy? The main, the, the main actor kicks. from Sidekicks. Oh yeah, yeah, he does look like him. It's it's uh, Jonathan Brandis, but he hadn't done yeah. any, he hadn't done a lot of stuff afterwards. Like I know I know something had happened to him. He did. Uh, he, he he's in. Um. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. Well, I don't know what happened, but he was in Never yeah. Ending Story, yeah. the second mm -hmm. one, right? He he, yeah, had, he actually he he had passed in two thousand three. That's what it was. Yeah. He's not around anymore. But, but I remember him also, also in another one in Guilt in uh, Ladybugs. Ladybugs. I was just about to say that with him with Ronnie oh Dangerfield. Oh my God, that's a Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my that's God. also a bad movie. That's good. There you go. Yeah. See, it comes full circle. <laughs> All right, Andres, okay. hit us with one more. What do you got? What's, what's a good final one. pick from you? What's a good final pick in terms of a bad movie? Oh my goodness. 
a bad you movie. Have a f- you I mean, have I can just rip. So I can rip like, off. Of yeah, you don't have a full like twenty list going down. Like, Jadoy. I mean, come on, Jadoy already <laughs> took <laughs> most of them. I was going to mention Street Fighter. Fucking amateur over here. Was most wanted? Maybe you think when he's like four screwdrivers deep, he would have this list down pat? You would think. No, I would. You would think. No, no, unprofessional. That's all. This Andre's unprofessional guy, Jago. That's it. Seriously. All right, so what's your new nickname? I'm going to throw another one at you. Batman Robin. Boom. That, that Actually, is yeah. Okay. That, that, that is definitely a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I actually just I did that, an entire Batman rewatch, and that was part of it, obviously. And, like, the the crap that that movie gets is unwarranted, man. Because, like, if you just look at it, it's it's literally trying to be, like, the campy 66-type Batman. Mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger's yeah. given all his one-liners. Yeah. Poison Ivy, for some reason, like my black and white, is talking like this, see? Um, I don't know Batman's why. Batman's got a credit card. <laughs> Batman's got a credit card. Yeah. Oh, Bane's you know, doing like maybe two, set, two words per yeah. sentence. And like what you just said rem- like reminds me of something Robert Pattinson, I think, recently said, where he's like, I think every Batman movie accomplished what it tried to do. And that's why I like all of them. And like, oh, if you think about it, if you think about it, like it, it's kind of true. Like, you know, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, they did exactly what they wanted campy and kind of like the 60s show they want to be cartoony and they you know and that's not for everybody and the nolan movies wanted to be like dark gritty more realistic nailed that you know like and even like the new ones with like you know ben affleck even that accomplished what it really wanted to do so i can kind of agree with that i don't know about you guys yeah i love when he's like holy what does he say he says Holy rusted Holy metal, rusted. Batman. Oh, see, and he's yeah. like, what? And he's like, it's made of metal. And it's the ground. It's holy. Oh, holy. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? We decided again, to put that line in there. Again, that, that, that was them giving a nod and a wink to it. But again, I, I, I agree with Pattinson where it's like, you know what? You can say whatever you want about the execution of the movie, but you can't say Clooney was terrible in the movie. If anything, you could say maybe the writing on Clooney was bad. But he, he you could did say the a, writing was bad. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you could say the writing was bad. But the thing is that Clooney, Clooney even said to this day, he was like, what he, he was playing was apologizes. a yeah. He, he constantly he constantly apologizes. But the thing is, I don't think he should because the direction he was given was basically just this is a Bruce Wayne who's coming out of the darkness. This is a Bruce Wayne who's having more fun. Okay. And that's exactly what he played. I wish I knew. So there you go. <laughs> no, did you ever hear the story that George Clooney was talking about Joel Schumacher and how he'd always direct with like a megaphone or whatever? And like yes. once he was doing a scene of Batman and Robin and he's like a megaphone, he's like, your parents died, you're you're depressed, you're sad, and action. <laughs> I was yes. like, oh my God. That's accurate. And I love it. I was like, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about oh you? Some of your guilty pleasures. Oh man, there was one that popped up as you like when you brought up Sidekicks. I was like, there's a movie that reminds me of kind of that vibe. Did you guys ever see? It's a movie called uh, Three Ninjas, High yes. Noon, and, and Mega Mountain. Oh my god, <laughs> High Noon and Mega Mountain. <laughs> and <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> this movie was like always on TV when I was growing up, and anytime <laughs> it was on, my sister I would be glued to the screen. Like it has Hulk Hogan in it. It's so ridiculous. It's so over the top. It's like him fighting off these bad guys at like a theme park it's so dumb it's so ridiculous yet don't it's you, so watchable it's don't so you entertaining dare besmirk the name of dave dragon all right <laughs> 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 
are it's so ridiculous. It's such a good movie. I love that's it. A, that's a um, that's a guilty pleasure franchise as oh far my as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's yeah. more ridiculous. Oh, I love it. Well, the whole uh, concept is ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But that's like why it works. <laughs> that's a really good one. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. The first, the, not the first one, the uh, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movies from like the like the early 2000s. Yes. The one with like mm-hmm. I, yes. Ooze. I, mm-hmm. I will always watch that movie. I think it's fucking hysterical, especially when Ooze shows up and just like it just and then like uh, what's the name of the the reader report? Like Rangers. <laughs> She's yeah, like, yes. I just told me have a snowboard when he's skydiving. That doesn't make yeah. any sense either. Because and it's I a masterpiece, that's why. But my favorite moment in that movie is when because Ivan Ooze has been has been encased in this egg for like a millennia or something like that. Yep. He starts talking as he's blowing up the power station, he's like, Oh, all the things I have missed. The Black Plague, the Spanish Inquisition, and the Brady. Butch reunion. Oh, I don't even like, remember that. Because yeah. <laughs> I, 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 re- I recently just wrote a uh, video chronic quiz for this movie, which oh, okay. I think you were on, Nancy. Oh. Recently, that was like over six months ago. Kids don't do drugs. <laughs> That was, I do remember but that was quite some time ago. But yes, um, yeah. yeah, we just no, did. It. Yeah, six movie. months ago. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> In all fairness, the last couple of years have been just a blur anyway. Sure, I keep yeah. thinking it's twenty twenty and then twenty twenty one. I'm getting confused. I think twenty twenty was like last year. Yeah, we yeah we're all in yeah. the same boat on that one. Yeah, yeah. Sure that that that's a good one. And then what was the other one? Honestly, I know a lot of people hate this movie, but for me, I actually like it more than its sequel. And I like the the first live action GI Joe movie, like the the one from like two thousand nine, oh, wow. I think. The right. where like yeah, with uh, I kind of dig Justin it. Gordon I kind of right? like it. Mm-hmm. It's the one where yeah, Joseph yeah. Gordon Levitt is uh, Cobra Commander, and I don't know Channing Tatum's. Like it's it's goofy, it's over the top, it's kind of what GI Joe should be. Like the sequel was like more serious and it had the Rock in it, I guess, but I wasn't as entertained by it. And like the first yeah. one's so bad, but like then like if it's on, t- it's like eh, I could I could watch it. Like it's a good TV. Like, There's certain movies that yeah. fit in that category, right? Like it's either a TV movie, yeah. maybe an airplane movie. Yeah, uh-huh. like I'm into it. Like I like it. But yeah. I'm trying to think if there's another it's one. Fun. I feel like there's always tons that are like escaping my mind. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I got a list here if you want me to keep riffing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, maybe you'll drag my oh. mouth. <laughs> Who's most wanted? I feel, I don't know oh why God. this one comes to mind. Oh, God. It's so bad. But every time it comes on, I'm like, this one is hilarious a little bit. I really I still, like it. Still. Whenever I'm stuck in traffic, I just find myself just going traffic, traffic, looking for my chapstick. Kind of car sick. There's a four Mavericks. Exactly. So bad. There's one. There's one. There's one that I want to throw out, um, and I'm sure that you probably think it's terrible. For some reason, I love this movie, Battlefield Earth. Oh, oh God. That, that's where I get yeah. off this ride. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm off. Yeah. All right, I'm off, human. Dude. 
watched I watched this not knowing any better. I just I was I was young. I didn't I didn't know. You were naive. You were foolish. I was was experimenting with things. It was it was a weird time. You were experimenting with things. (laughs) Namely, namely all the battlefield or subway cups you got. Watching this fucking movie. I'm wearing shit about Nancy. I'm wearing shit about you. I'm like scared. Honestly, like I don't know you guys anymore. There's something bad shit crazy about seeing like Forrest Whitaker trying to deliver these lines in this movie and John Travolta just being like, mm, gold, yes, yes, it's gold. And it's just, it's, it's the entire film is just, it's the dumbest premise. But for some reason, I, I've watched this movie probably more times than I care to say oh, at this no. point. I, I mean, it's, just, it's, I know it's just, it's just one that I have to mention. <laughs> Damn. You know, Bubble you, Boy? Oh, I love oh, Bubble, I love Boy. Bubble Boy. That's Bubble just a good not movie. A great, it's, but it's not a great movie, oh, but it's on. amazing. Yeah. But it's not. But, <laughs> but it it's is. Not. It's not, although, but it is. Yeah. Although, although, although I will say one thing about Bubble Boy, um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal still says to this day that the reason why he never goes to movies on the opening day is because he was so excited for Bubble Boy and he go see it. Uh, with an audience, oh, yeah. and literally nobody showed up. So he's like, I'm never going oh, to an audience. No. Oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. See, evidence that it's not a great movie, but also it's still amazing. Oh, I, I just thought of another so one. I oh. love Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, oh yeah, cool. that's a good yeah. one. Uh-huh. Like, that's a movie I've I could watch. It. Oh, it's a really good, like, guilty pleasure movie. It's oh. a terrible movie. Like it knows it's like a terrible movie, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like oh, it has a good sense of humor. David Arquette, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great David Arquette movie. Like okay. he's I've never seen the poster movie. for that. I just never seen it. Yeah, where he's like I, on the I, side I, of the poster, he's like, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the one, the one thing that made me laugh. I'm imagining the, the poster. <laughs> the one thing that made me laugh. About- so uh, about the promos for this movie was that uh-huh. it knew it was coming out two weeks before the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Oh, so like it, it opens, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, really? it, it, so like so like one of the TV spots opens up with like with like Spider-Man literally in shadows, like rising in the middle of the frame, and then all of a sudden giant spider just comes in and grabs him and kills him and i'm like oh that's what great. the hell is that that's all right that's that's nice. that's great on your warner brothers all right like when that. did wait when did arachnophobia come out then that was like in the 90s yeah yeah, yeah. It was in the 90s okay. yeah wow i was way off i also <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I like arachnophobia better i really do oh okay oh, those are fighting words yeah. I mean, it's just as bad slash good as eight legged freaks as I'm concerned, but okay. like Rag So there there's one there's one other that I really want to mention. Um it's an Eddie Murphy movie. It's an listen, listen, listen. Oh, right. no. I swear oh, to God, no. you're gonna, oh, you're gonna, gonna say it. If you listen. say what I think you're gonna say, I'm taking off my headphones and I'm leaving for you. I'll be surprised if you will actually know this one. The distinguished gentleman. I have no okay. idea. That. You have no idea. Okay. 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 Eddie Murphy. Well, I was gonna say like the freaking okay. clumps or whatever. If you said Norbit, I, I would have been out. Nor- yes. Oh, Norbit. No, no, no. no. So the thing, the. <laughs> oh, I, I thought he was gonna say Pluto Nash too. <laughs> I was, I was like either one of them out. This is Murphy movie. This is literally, this is literally a movie that I've heard nobody ever talk about. So Eddie Murphy plays essentially a con man, and okay. he works his he works his way into getting elected as a senator from Florida mm-hmm. and he works his way into, into, into office. And his whole gimmick is that because they get paid well, it's a good con. He gets all his con artists to like join him as his staff. 
and it's just him infiltrating the government and mm -hmm. eventually like you know he's the guy with the heart of gold so eventually like he finds the corruption and like no spoilers but it's also like a 30 year old movie at this point but <laughs> it's it's eddie murphy kind of just riffing for the most part and playing a couple of different voices playing like it's kind of him doing his nutty professor type deal where he's doing a couple uh -huh. different characters inside the movie but there's something about just the just the raw charisma of Eddie Murphy from this era and him working his and the only reason and this is the one of the cr craziest plot points. The only reason he gets elected into office is because the Senate, the guy that was elected before in the same state died and he happened to have the same name and he just ran off of the same name because people are just used to voting for the guy. So like, yeah, we just vote for this guy, Jeff Johnson. All right, here we go. Vote for him. And he got elected to office. Is, gotcha. is, isn't that isn't that the movie where Eddie Murphy is like literally like he's on he's on a presidential campaign and he's just a whole bunch of nothing to get himself elected? No, so he's like in a van and he's like trying to run around like this is where he does the thing. So he's like driving into certain areas and he's like appeasing to every single type of like stereotype. He's like, yeah, you eating the greens. You better vote for Jeff Johnson. You over there. And then he's like he just he drives by a synagogue and he does his like character from, you know, coming to America and all that. It's just, yeah. it's, it's literally just Eddie just riffing and doing all his voices. It's, it's <laughs> just really funny and good. So that's another oh, one. Oh yeah. I haven't all seen right. that one in a bit. Oh, I do have one more. Um, oh. Russell Crowe and Russell Crowe and uh, Denzel Washington's first collaboration, Virtuosity, Virtuosity. from 1985. It's pretty good. It's, it's a, it's, I, a, it's not I, a good movie, but it's a fun one. Okay. I'm starting to think that you actually just got my list because <laughs> I, I think I did. <laughs> I think, I think we, I'm starting to learn that we have a lot of similar tastes. Meanwhile, me and Tom are like Spice World, yeah! Yeah, yeah meanwhile yeah. over here, I'm still, I'm still watching my Spice World scene. <laughs> I mean, look, I think, I, I think all these are great picks. I feel like guilty pleasure movies. I feel like it's a like a genre of movie watching that I feel like is super underappreciated. And I, and I feel like when you talk about guilty pleasure, it's like you feel seen because like other people feel the same way about you, like about like those movies and like especially like this is the first time i've ever talked to anyone who knows what three ninjas is so i feel yeah. seen oh, <laughs> so yeah like yeah. i love that movie oh i i love three ninjas too and also this is like the first time i've talked to anybody about somebody actually recognized what it is exactly famous wrestler in three ninjas as well oh yeah yeah, yeah professor Tortunaka. he's the guy that they do the like little like uh trigger that. point bing, uh bing, bing. yeah exactly they, they yeah. light him up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yes you have heard you've heard our guilty pleasure picks you got plenty to choose from here so if you haven't seen any of these movies you're doing yourself a disservice because they're all great in their own fucked up ways they're all great choices that i think you'd really enjoy and i hope you enjoy today's episode i think it was a wild fun crazy one as per usual uh dave thank you for joining us i hope you had a great time uh we're happy to have you back anytime and where can people find you on the the interwebs if they want to follow you Oh, absolutely. You can find me anywhere where D David Jindoyans are sold. Uh, just find me on Twitter at DJ. <laughs> find me at DJ Jindoyan on Twitter. Toy bar. Oh, no. <laughs> you can find me at DJ Jindoyan on Twitter, same as Instagram. Uh, you can hopefully catch me on the MTS soon, um, having my first debut match. Looking forward to that. Um, and that's, that's basically it. All righty. And Nancy, where can the fine people find you? Uh, you can find me at PL underscore Band-Aid on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me, of course, on here, Film on Tap. Please leave comments. I love the comments. 
And you can also find me over on the Video Chronic Quizzes every once in a while. Uh, I did Detective Pikachu recently, and then also Arrival, which I did horrible. I had to go to multiple on every single question, <laughs> but it was so fun. Uh, and then, uh, again, we will... We will soon get back to our crazy ice girlfriend uh, <laughs> show very soon. You uh, mention this every time. It's been every single time. Every single it's time. Coming. Yes. It's we it's coming. We will get there. Stop. We will get there to episode two, reviewing the second season of Crazy Ice Girlfriend with, of course, Andres, which we call Girl and the Ghost. Gotcha, gotcha. Love it, love it. And Andres, my favorite. Here it comes. Hit him with it. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Galagos. You can also find me on Twitch.tv as Galagos209. You can also find me on Film on Tap here every Wednesday. And then you can also find me on my buddy's High Voltage Media channel page. Since when do we, we do this every Wednesday? <laughs> we drop, we drop <laughs> the video every Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I don't think this is Wednesday. No, it's, 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 it's either Mondays or Tuesdays. Yeah, it has it. It's not like, dude. I, I, think, I feel like you were trying to like sneak that by me. No, <laughs> no, no, it ain't happening. We can continue, but I had to fast check you on that one. Take another breath. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. He's like, this is a one. Pushing it to Wednesday now. Gotcha. That was his surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to find me, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash, uh, on Facebook at Chattelbash Reviews. You can find me uh, on YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews as well. And you can find me here on the Film on Tap podcast, which does not premiere every Wednesday after we record it. I'd like to reiterate that. I like to put that on the record. It gets uploaded when it's finished. <laughs> so that's the, that's the, which that's is the every way. Wednesday. No, it's, it's not. done. No. When it's done. <laughs> nothing. Nothing but lies are spilling from your mouth now, and you should stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we hope you enjoyed this episode we've got a brand new episode coming to you in a couple weeks uh, but thank you for tuning into Film on Tap where we've got the tap that never runs out we will see you on the next episode have a great one guys cheers bye